2: No, I'm so excited because we've be. actually unveiled an authentic Cobra conspiracy. Uncovered, Thank you, man. to Bradley Trainer on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk one oh seven one. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, who's going to drop a bomb on you.
1: I dropped a bomb on you. Actually, I haven't yet, but I will right now. Although I did to the two of you this morning. I got very excited to share my Cobra uh, conspiracy theory with you. You know, this is our thing uh, here on the Colleen and Bradley show. We go deep in the
2: she- shadow. we got
1: to work on that. Yeah, we do. Anyway. <laughs> Go with me. Cake. What's cake? That is the uh, marriage
2: of Bradley Cooper and Irina Shake.
1: Well, and we've been talking about this because we learned that their relationship was over recently. But today we have finally learned why Cake announced their breakup when they did. And when I say announced their breakup, I mean because their breakup really wasn't Real because the whole relationship is fake. It's a long story. We can get there. But we now know why we learned last week that Cake was over, that Arena Shake and Bradley Cooper's relationship is donezo. We learned why. I learned why I uncovered it and not All because by of a tabloid. All by yourself. Because I was sitting there this morning at the computer, uh hitting keys and doing things. Yes. I wanted to check in on this relationship. I wanted to see what the media had in store for Bradley Cooper today. Arena shake. What are the narratives that the media is trying to give us regarding this relationship? Because again, we go deep in the shallow. We're paying attention to the finer details as I'm doing it. I'm checking up specifically. I think I um, went over to Twitter to see what people were saying about it. Mm -hmm. And I noticed um, that, people were having reactions about the breakup and a lot of it is the, the, the reaction you'd expect for people who aren't paying that close attention. And I don't know, Colleen, what would you think people are saying about the breakup of Bradley Cooper and arena? Shake? I mean,
2: obviously they're going to say things like, uh, Oh, now he's available for lady Gaga. hmm. And we've kind of seen that There was that lots happen. of like
1: Lady Gaga showing up when Arena Shake is gone, and now they're going to be together and all this stuff. So I'm looking through, and then all of a sudden, I come across a tweet.
2: Now, pause before you okay. talk about the tweet. Yeah. Let's go back in time. Back
1: in time. Last
2: week, in the beginning to middle of the week, we started to hear rumors bubble up about their breakup, right? Yes. So people were whispering, did you hear oh, them? I they're having trouble. They're, yeah. they're on the rocks. They're on the rocks.
1: And this is not new rumors. In fact, we heard these rumors initially way back at award season. Exactly. That's also when Lady Gaga broke up with her man the day voting ended, by the way. The day voting ended. Yep, so
2: sit with that.
1: We'll get back to that. But anyway, so these are old rumors that their relationship was going to go splitsville.
2: And it started to bubble up about midweek last week. And then we found out that they broke up on what day, Bradley?
1: Well, I'll get there. So, oh, okay. So yeah, we... Uh, started to hear bubbles yes or last week about Wednesday and then Thursday. Holly and I actually said like, "This is really bubbling up in the mainstream media. It's only a matter of time." And then on Friday, Friday June eighth seventh seventh. Thank you. That's why you're here mm-hmm. on Friday June seventh. Keep your dates because <laughs> I, I can't keep anything straight in my head. Friday we get the official word that Bradley Cooper. In Arena Shake, or Splitsville. But remember, I started this by saying, we now know why it was on Friday. Well, it never occurred to me to ask that question. Why Friday? Why last week? Then I come across this, twi- this tweet from, I think, a Lady Gaga fan account called Lady Gaga Now. Here is the tweet. Quote, HBO's premiere broadcast of Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper's A Star is Born landed high with a 0.3 share and 1.37 million viewers, beating the network's more recent movie premieres, including the previous week's Bad Times at the El Royale premiere. And this is from TV by the Numbers. Mm. So I thought to myself, wait a minute, when is this tweet from? So HBO just premiered, and I was like, oh, you can watch Star is Born on HBO? Did that just come out? Out? wait a minute a star is born lady Cooper Bradley Gaga excuse me when did this premiere I check my internet machine I think I just broke my internet by the way uh when did it premiere June, June 8th, 8th Saturday hmm. the day after their relationship was broken up officially. Roughly a week after rumors started getting out that their relationship was going to come to an end. That's Bradley's bomb being dropped hey on you. See? So I got real excited today. And is it the end of the world? No, but excuse me. We just figured out that... There is no coincidence here. Yeah, you want You try to tell that,
2: me that was a coincidence because it was not.
1: Here's why. So again, here's what we're saying. Lady uh, Cooper. I got to stop with and these Bradley two.
2: Gaga. Cooper <laughs> Gaga. That's Everybody, what they want you to think. Kuga.
1: Kuga. Kuga. Everybody was talking about back in the day about how these two were in love and they were going to be in love and they're also love and love for their role for this movie and that made you want to go see the movie, right? Right, because everybody's think, like, oh, they've got such oh, great chemistry, chemistry. It's
2: going to be so hot and sexy. You see all these stories about yes. these
1: two and you just want to have that feeling. Well, what do you want to do? So you got so you have them using publicity to get people's interest to go see this movie, which helps them what? Go win awards, mm-hmm. which really helps the. You know, if you want to get rural uh, tinfoil hat, uh, it just helps the movie company make their money back. So you know, when they win awards, they get more. It all makes sense, right? Right. That's what happened back then. Well, now they're trying to premiere this on. HBO is trying to premiere it on their streaming service. What do you want to do to get eyeballs on your TV? Well, you got to you create give a storyline, a reason to have eyeballs,
2: and you got to start talking again, reminding people about the amazing, huge chemistry the two of them have. Do you
1: think it's a coincidence that all of a sudden, the very week that this thing is going to premiere, you've got people thinking wistfully, fondly back to this adorable couple who just, you know, had fireworks on stage and off? I mean, every single bit of this is just so completely... Now, do I think that they planned their relationship? No, because I don't think their relationship was real in the first place. Do I think they used this moment specifically... For a publicity stunt? Of course! Because if it's not real, you don't care when you're going to announce it. And therefore, you go, well, you know what? It's probably a good idea to announce it right before this thing's going to premiere. Get people talking about it. I don't know what else to show you! I mean, I I feel
2: like you've presented sufficient enough evidence.
1: Do you think, or am I making too much out of this? No,
2: I actually think you're not making enough out of this. Because, yes, it just tells a story, people. It just tells a story. We're the business of telling the stories that store that people want us to tell or don't want us to yeah. tell.
1: You're drinking the Kool-Aid, man.
2: Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. And incidentally, um, I think one of us might be damaged pretty soon because we're speaking oh, I the said, real truth. <laughs>
1: when we were talking about this earlier, it was like, you guys, I'm going to end up... I'm going to go out to the parking lot, get in my car. It's going to blow up because we have uncovered some truth and people don't like that when you start Mm -mm. speaking truth. Mm -mm. Now, the good news is we haven't, you know, the Church of Scientology hasn't gotten rid of us yet. So I feel like there are a few people in line trying to get rid of Cobra. Um, But I'm just saying, you know, maybe check under your car before you get in it. Don't scare it's me. It's one of the mirror things. Don't scare me. You know how they walk up and down with the mirror thing? Okay. Anyway, so that was what I figured out, and, and, and that all came about today. Again, we learned why they announced the end of the relationship with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga earlier today, or... Irina Shayk. I, you know what I'm doing. I do. I don't need words. I'm with you. Okay. Anyway, my point is, that's that's why they announced the end of their relationship last week, Probably. Um, but this all came about. I was able to figure this out because I was sort of checking in on all of the different media stories about um, Bradley Cooper, about Lady Gaga, about Arena Shake. Like, about, what's
2: today's narrative? Well, to what do we need to know today about how they're trying to characterize this You'll breakup? remember
1: yesterday, it was things like... Um, Her
2: focus is on the kids.
1: A Star is Born killed their relationship yeah. because Bradley was so, conf- or so uh, focused on the film. And it
2: was all the rumors about Lady Gaga and him that didn't help.
1: Yeah, because, you know, that really put a strain on things. Well, today, uh, we come to find out that in the world of Bradley Cooper, Arena Shake and Lady Gaga, et cetera, et cetera, um, that, oops, here, let me just pull this up so I can give you the right story. Oh, Bradley Cooper and Arena Shake still care about each other. They still care about each other. They want you to know that over at People Magazine, the two of them, even though they've ended their relationship. They still care about each other, but their romance simply became a partnership over time. Hi. Which I think what they're trying to say is that the romance fell out of the marriage, to which I would say, okay, 1956, all marriages lose the romance and become a partnership. And sometimes that's it'll called a marriage. Layer
2: back up a little bit. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's not that it's it totally gone. Again. But I guarantee you talk to somebody who's been together 10 years plus, you're, you feel like the partnership is far more important than the romance
2: and this is the well this is the disservice i think uh that stories that like the stories they tell in hollywood that it's like that they they have made people believe that your marriage is going to be hot and heavy forever and ever and ever and ever and ever yeah It's not. That's reality calling. And also when it dies, your relationship
1: doesn't die. You just explore different ways to love one another. And, And, you know, then you, you know, still do the thing. The lights may not be on anymore, but you're still doing it. I mean, listen, I saw the notebook and that couple still loved each other. Maybe they weren't
2: doing it every 10 minutes. Yeah. But they were loving each other.
1: They also want you to know that Bradley Cooper and Arena Shake have a co-parenting plan for their daughter, Leah. The, well, that thing, is
2: responsible. Thank you.
1: well, I also think it's hilarious because this is not the only plan that the two of them have. They had a plan to get married in the first place. They had a plan to get a child. and now they have a plan to parent that child. Uh, this has nothing to do with anything other than what we already know, which yeah. is their relationship is was completely fake,
2: yep when we come back, a relationship that is anything but <gasps> fake, ours with Elizabeth Reese and the dirt alert after this on my talk one oh seven one
0: is a my talk dirt alert. Dirt alert dirt alert dirt alert dirt alert dirt alert dirt alert
2: alert Elizabeth Reese has just walked in on a cloud and Brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood.
3: <laughs> Hi, friends. That's how I float everywhere. I know. On I clouds. love it. Wouldn't that be nice? I remember as a child learning that clouds were not like actual puffy objects, that they were just
2: made mm. of all sorts of little particles. And what a disappointment that it was. It really is. Because you want to believe that you can just jump in and cuddle. 100%. Lame. Yes. And I watched a lot of Care Bears as a kid.
3: And then when I learned that that wasn't the case, it was a real disappointment. It's a bummer. Anywho, um, what I was watching last night is the first episode of um, when they see us. So, Ava DuVernay's uh, show now, it's a mini series on Netflix. It's about the Central Park Five. Netflix has now just said uh, that this is the most watched series on the streaming platform since its May 31st yeah. premiere. Wow. That's what they announced yesterday. Um, this mini series, it's four episodes and it tells the tragic story of five teens who were convicted of assault. Rape, attempted murder, all various charges on what they long maintained were coerced and false confessions. And it all had to do with that woman uh, known as the Central Park jogger Mm -hmm. who was um, beaten and brutally raped and nearly killed in Central Park in 1989. Uh, Netflix does not release their viewership numbers, so it's unknown exactly how many subscribers have been tuning in. Um, But it is something that a lot of people are watching. And I'll tell you, I... Watched the first episode last night, and it's going to take me like a week before I can watch the second uh-huh. one. It is tough.
2: Yeah, you know, it's interesting how people sort of gravitate toward some of those true, sto- like stories about true events that are often very gruesome and and you know terrible stories of murder or rape. Right. The same thing with the Ted Bundy tapes, etc. We gravitate toward those, and yet.
1: to the gym to work out.
2: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
1: is Chris Jenner,
2: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
2: are so intense. I know. That it isn't something that you can really binge. No, I
3: think you're right. I think you're right. It's hard to binge on those. This is, and, and you know, it's a little bit different with this because this has so much to do with looking at a system that is so broken mm-hmm. and then you can go oh my gosh um how can this still be so broken and then Linda Fairstein who is portrayed by Felicity Huffman in uh when they see us and Linda was the prosecutor who essentially put these kids behind bars yeah. and uh they were not guilty i mean these Guys were all exonerated in 2002 by DNA evidence. And I was reading um, an op ed piece that Linda Fairstein wrote in the Wall Street Journal last night. She has lost a lot. She lost her book deals, she's been booted from the board of the nonprofit that she was uh, a big part of. And she wrote her op-ed essentially saying that Ava DuVernay does not tell the whole story and that there are all these moments in the miniseries that she breaks down that did not happen that way. Um, It really shows Linda being very involved in the investigation, which she should not have been. You know, prosecutors are separate from the police. And so um, and she disputes that and says that she was not involved in the investigation, she wasn't directing the investigation as the mini series portrays her. So it's really it's one of those things that has you watching it and going, OK, I got to see what the story is. But these young men who have were freed and um, now have grown into adults, they specifically seeked out um, Ava to tell their story. She mm-hmm. directed Selma. Yeah.
1: What's interesting to me is that. This particular story reminds me of, or I shouldn't say it reminds me of, but this kind of thing, this conversation that happens after reminds me like making a murderer Yep. where, you know, you have an incredible story to tell, but afterward you realize that's not the whole story. I know. That's part of the story, which is a story that hasn't been told. So it's very important. Mm hmm. But you also have to remember that you're only seeing something that was, you know, given to you through a very specific narrative and lens because you can't tell everything right in one space.
2: And to that end also, and the same is true for like Chernobyl, when you're seeing a dramatization or, a, you know, a dramatic interpretation of what happened in history. Yeah. You also have to remember that they will create a little fiction around it to help advance the storyline or tell the story. For sure. So to remember that when you're watching something like this, uh, that not everything is exactly how it happened. Yeah, you're totally right. You're totally but right. But to Bradley's point, it's told through a lens,
3: and there's a perspective there. 100. It is a. I think it is worth watching. I mean, again, I watched episode one, and there are four, so I'll be watching the rest of those. Uh, Jessica Beale sparked some controversy I because. Can't even. She uh, went to Sacramento to talk to legislators in California about a proposed bill and she um, was posing for photos with a well-known anti-vaxxer. And so it was, she was being associated as an anti-vaxxer. So she went on and said, I support children getting vaccinations and I also support families having the right to make educated medical decisions for their children alongside their physicians. And she said, my dearest friends have a child with a medical condition that warrants an exemption from vaccinations. And should this bill pass, it would greatly affect their family's ability to care for their child in this state. And that's why she spoke to legislators and argued against the bill. That's a hot topic, man. You you bring up the V word and you are getting yourself into a whole lot of hot water. Don't mention it at the park. It's like, don't say B-O-M-B on an airplane.
1: It's really interesting to me that that's the reaction because there just is no, to me, there's, there's like. It's simple. There's a right and there's a wrong. And I know people don't see it that way, which is why we're in this place. No, they can't really.
2: And actually, I would argue that you, it may not feel comfortable to talk about, but we should be talking yeah, about it. I know, Absolutely. but it's because so it is a public, Because it is a public health issue, it which means the everybody. Of
1: children.
2: And everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. I, I get very passionate about this, and we will get passionate about it later. <laughs> Thank you, Elizabeth <laughs> Thanks, Reese. Guys. We need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge, 651-641-107, seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right, and you'll win a prize on on My Talk 1071. We are gonna give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions if you hey. get them all right. You'll we'll win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey bitches. Here's your 30-second pop culture challenge. Mm-hmm. 30 seconds. Challenge. and who is
1: on the phone today
2: we've got terry on the line and what is terry playing for
1: terry's berries no terry is playing for this she's
4: playing for a pair of tickets to the greece sing-along that is thursday june 20th at chs field in saint paul
1: terry the timer will begin after i ask the first question are you ready I am ready Okay, here we go Who wrote the book The Shining? It's not Jack Nicholson Nope I'll come back to it Chris Hemsworth plays what superhero in the Marvel Cinematic Universe Crap Thor Cherry Garcia is a flavor of what?
2: Oh, Cherry's ice
1: cream Who is Mickey Mouse's lady friend?
2: Minnie.
1: What color is the Beatles submarine? Yellow. Who wrote The Shining? Oh!
2: oh Terry! Oh, oh, Terry's berries.
1: Poor Terry's berries. I'm
2: <laughs> sorry, Terry, that you did not win the 30-second pop culture challenge, but you were so close. It was just that one question that you didn't get correct, which was...
1: Uh, who wrote the book The Shining?
2: Stephen King. Yeah,
1: it was probably confi- probably threw her off because it's a movie, and she thought the movie, and didn't realize it's a horror classic by none other than Mr. Stephen King.
2: Oh, well, you, Terry, and all friends can have a chance to play the 30-Second Pop Culture Challenge again tomorrow. We do it every day at 1230. And now that we're done with that, we can move on to solve some mysteries. We do that in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded
1: by the
4: item. Let's start off with a hot and fresh confirmed blind item this afternoon. Mm. Colleen and Bradley, try to solve this confirmed celebrity gossip mystery, meaning we know who this is about. This foreign-born plus NBA player was really smart by not signing a waiver to show his face in a reality show. Producers don't like blurring out faces, so he will significantly cut his screen time because of it.
2: Hmm. Oh. Tristan Thompson? So... He didn't sign a waiver for this upcoming season of keeping up or ever for, of keeping up with the Kardashians. So,
1: presuming what you're saying, Holly, is that this whole cheating scandal is not necessarily going to be able to be like, he can't be front and center on that season. Right. Because so, his face uh, can't be shot. Right. Because thinking, you can still talk about it. Well,
4: that's yeah. And I am not <clears throat> a avid watcher of keeping up with the Kardashians. And I know that Tristan Thompson and this drama has been at the center of some of the episodes, but has he ever appeared on screen? No, oh I gosh, don't. I don't think so. I don't know. Please no correct idea. me if I'm wrong. But what this blind item is saying is that they'll probably pivot away from this conversation moving forward because
2: they can't tell the narrative without his face. Exactly.
1: Ha ha. Yeah. I mean, don't put it past them. Well, they'll, it, they'll yeah. come up with like a Tristan Thompson sock puppet,
4: <laughs> a reenactment. Yeah. Well, and I think that they're looking back at these last seasons of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and the ratings are down. Yeah. So. That, like talking about this Tristan Thompson Khloe Kardashian relationship but not
2: showing him
4: maybe it's affecting the rate people aren't mm. interested I
2: mean mm-hmm. stick a fork in that show you guys and deflate it and yeah pfft. it's done yeah mm-hmm. moving on
4: this is another confirmed blind oh, item fun. we know who this blind item is about Colleen and Bradley try to solve this mystery okay this disgraced actor who used to be A-list and an Oscar winner/nominee is about to get charges dropped in one of his cases. Uh, Prosecutors previously had been prepared to make sure he served no jail time under their plot but uh, served no jail time under their plot was discovered until. Yeah, until, thank you. Now the judge is leaning towards dismissing the whole thing. Is, is this, this a a Kevin, a Kevin Spacey?
2: Spacey? Oh. Yeah. Man. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's fill in the blank
4: there. So Kevin Spacey is about to get charges dropped in one of his cases. Prosecutors previously had been prepared to make sure he served no jail time until their plot was discovered. Interesting. Now the judge is leaning towards dismissing the I entire case. I don't get case. that,
1: what that means. What they're saying is prosecutors wanted him to serve no jail time, so they had a plot?
4: Well, I think that... That was the arrangement, meaning that the prosecutors were like, "Well, we want to prosecute this case to the fullest extent of the law," but meanwhile, we already know that we're going to negotiate no jail time for him, even though in the public eye it may seem yeah. like that, we're throwing the book at like him. we're throwing the book at him, or we're potentially doing that. The prosecutors already knew, like, look, we're just kind of doing this for show here. But then oh, why? Yikes.
1: But then why? Is the judge leaning towards dismissing the whole thing? Because, because why the, bother? Yeah,
4: why bother going through the whole trial when we already know that they're and the, wasting
2: the money
1: for yeah. all of that?
4: Yeah, and, and the, the time spe, and the, the resources. Yeah. Yeah,
2: uh, and this, of course, is I'm guessing the case that was brought forth by that busboy um, in Massachusetts. In Massachusetts. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's. We'll be following that for sure.
4: All right. Blinded by a confirmed blind item hat trick. Well, you got
1: all sorts of oh, confirmed this is items.
4: Yes. So think about two people in the following blind item, Colina Bradley. With no one wanting to have sex with the foreign born mogul slash host in exchange for a job, this former A-list minus singer slash frequent sex partner of the mogul has been asked back on a show run by the mogul. She will jump at it. Okay. Is this like a
2: Simon Cowell and a Paula Abdul? Simon Kel, yes. Paula Abdul, no. Paula Abdul, no. Uh, okay. A
4: minus the singer slash sex partner. sex
1: partner. Oh, is that um, like Mel B?
2: No, but uh, I feel
4: like Nicole she's saying. Nicole Scherzinger?
1: Of, oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, I was singing <laughs> to the wrong show. Bless you, Holly. Bless you, Holly. Thank you. You're very welcome. Right, feel, the that yes. was seen and not heard. <laughs>
4: yes. <laughs> with no one wanting to have sex with Simon Cowell in exchange for a job. Nicole Scherzinger, the frequent sex partner of Simon Cowell, has been asked back on a show run by Simon Cowell. Huh. She'll jump at it. She'll have sexy times with what him. What show, No is problem. That? I'm not sure. The, probably some the X reality. Factor? No.
2: Well, she used to be a judge. Yeah. On, I thought like on the X Factor.
4: Ye- or. Over, yes, in the UK. Yeah. She also was a judge on The Masked Singer.
2: Remember that show? Is he involved with that show? I feel like possibly that may very well be the Uh, case. Well, look for Nicole Scherzinger to show up as a judge alongside.
1: Interesting. Alongside somebody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Wow. She's been on a lot.
2: Uh, do you have any do you the have a sh- off. do you have a shorty there, Holly? Or do I are have- we fresh out of hot gossip?
4: <laughs> um well let me look here for a second. Um you know, I don't think I have anything that you guys will be able to solve. Oh well here, let's just do this confirmed okay. one. Okay. This confirmed one. Uh, this is confirmed. It was published earlier this month. At least one photo a day is the new mandate set by the people in charge of the A-list singer's
2: life. Oh, Britney Spears. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At least one photo a day.
4: At least one photo a day. Now, we don't know if that mandate is a social media
2: photo. Obviously not, because she's not posting on Instagram every day. Yeah, but we're seeing a picture just about every day come out in the media. Mm -hmm. Interesting.
1: Yeah, there's something.
2: We did just get this uh, tweet from Lisa Marie. Thank you. She said, OMG. Tristan was blurred out in last Sunday's episodes of Keeping Up with the Kardashian. And yes, pre-heating, I think she meant pre-cheating scandal, he appeared on the show without the blurring of his face. Ah, So this is a new uh, contract that he
1: will not sign. That's interesting. I mean, can he still be talking without showing his face? I don't get that. How can they show him at all? Yeah, I don't know. Interesting.
2: All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh my goodness. The Jonas Brothers. I'm sorry. The Jonas Brothers.
1: The Jonas Brothers. Well, it's a Jonas bonus. I mean, it
2: kind of is. It's a Jonas bonus. The Jonas Brothers will stop at nothing. And now they're bringing kids into the mix. We got a Jonas bonus for you after this on My Talk 107.1. Well, we can't get enough of hating on Jonas. And the Jonas Brothers, right? And so. Well,
1: hating might be a strong word, but yes. This is like the Colleen to- and
2: Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And when we want to talk about the Jonas Brothers, we uh, have a little Jonas bonus. It's time for a Jonas bonus.
4: What okay. are
1: these crazy kids up to?
2: So, Jonas, of course, is basically referring to the relationship of Priyanka Chopra and. Nick Jonas, a relationship that is wholly for the promotion of both of their careers. But one part of that, Jonas, is a Jonas, and that's Nick Jonas, who is having a comeback with his brothers, the Jonas Brothers. All part and
1: parcel of the same experience.
2: Precisely. Uh, And exactly. So uh, they were on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. And when they were on, uh, they were... They were sharing all kinds of truths. The first one is this. And I believe that this is probably one of the more despicable things. Uh-oh. They're now pulling the children in to their narrative. Okay. Namely, the child of Kevin Jonas.
1: Kevin Jonas.
2: He's the one that was the first one to get married. Oh,
1: da- Danny, Danielle or something. Danielle.
2: Mm-hmm. And they had a reality show of their relationship and they've got kids. And he was boasting about how the daughter was so excited that her dad was a Jonas brother and that they were getting back together that she told everybody at school. Oh. And then Jimmy Fallon shared this video.
0: I have a very cute clip of, of your daughter, uh, you talking to your daughter oh, about, yeah. about you being... Anyway, here's Kevin's uh, five-year-old daughter being very excited that her dad is a Jonas brother. Take a look at it. I'm Amina and this is my dad it? This is the, one of the
4: Jonas Brothers. Uh, what? Who so
1: put him in this
2: house? Okay. So she made that video.
1: Oh. Oh, how
2: cute! This poor unsuspecting child is now part.
1: She is just a pawn in their game of. Lies.
2: Exactly. Trying to get attention using the children.
1: Yeah, well, this is a common technique. Children and animals. People use their children and animals for attention all the time. Well, I post a lot of photos of my dog on Instagram.
2: An eye of my cats. <laughs> but I feel like that's a little bit different than the Joan Right? Yeah. Okay. Now here's the second thing that they revealed. Big revelations on uh, Jimmy Fallon.
1: So they this was last night, or
2: I think this was two nights ago on the Tonight Show. It's recent. This week, yeah, Yeah. exactly. Um, Oh no, actually, it was last night that that it showed. And by the way, if you want to see their extended interview, because there's an extended interview, you can see that on the Tonight Show's YouTube. So things that weren't shown on the show. Because you care so much about the Jonas Brothers.
1: Yeah, well, that's probably Jamie. I was going to say, who are these people? Uh, it's my partner. It's, so.
2: The call is coming from he's inside ob- the house.
1: He's obsessed.
2: Okay. So, so this, he
1: is probably not happy with us. FYI.
2: I can take it. So the second thing that you will, your stomach will turn about this revelation. Um, Jimmy Fallon, of course, asked them, the Jonas Brothers, you know how does it feel now that you've got these wives yeah. in the picture, yep. right? Because they're always using their wives. all these
1: wives now. They've
2: got. They're always using their wives to promote things. So yeah, here's sure. what Nick said about that. Yes.
0: Is it pressure writing songs about your, your wives and- No, it's the best. I mean, we we, um, I think we looked a long time for the kind of inspiration that we we now have, whether it's kids uh, or you know wives and, yeah. and fans. You know, this also this journey we went on together over the course of. A year and a half, 2 years of making the film, coming back together. It's all in there, but um you know, it's the best thing in the world to be able to write a love letter to your wife in the musical form. Um, same with you. Um, yeah. It's incredible. Like, yeah.
1: It's incredible. Yeah, okay.
2: I wish you could see it too because you it almost just
1: looks completely fake as well as sounding completely fake. Like you think short. he might
2: choke over the word wife because yeah. it's like he knows he's being dishonest.
1: Yeah, I don't I mean, also, did you notice what he said at the beginning? Holly, would you mind just... Is it easy enough to play that again? Because listen to the way he says about the inspiration, like where they got the inspiration from. Mm. What, oh, I did. I, okay. say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but I appreciate that. It could have been better.
0: I told him that we were... Coming.
2: Oh, that was... Sorry. That's okay. No, so, anyway,
1: w- the the point that I was trying to make was, he very clearly says, when we were looking around for inspiration, like... Do you do that? Like, hey, we got to be inspired. I thought things just see again. That doesn't surprise me. Like, I get that. That's what they're doing, that they're like, OK, what are we going to choose for our inspiration? Whereas like I I, I I, almost feel like
2: inspiration just shows up. Yeah. You don't have to generally search speaking,
1: for it. You don't go. But when you're a Jonas brother, you do because, you know, in this day and age, whether it's the Jonas Brothers, Taylor Swift um, you know, half a dozen other singers and performers. There is no such thing as inspiration. This notion that you would literally just be inspired by something, be moved to write music like Carol King. That's not happening anymore because they are simply but a product from a machine that pumps out pop music. Right. And, you know, they're not being inspired in so much as they want you to believe they've been inspired because that sells records. Right? And they
2: just, cause all they're just in the business of getting as many hits as possible.
1: Yeah. So I just don't, I feel like it's, it's kind of like they're letting the cat out of the bag without realizing it, that like, they're looking around like, well, what are we going to be inspired by? What, what's our theme going to be for this album?
2: Well, and it can't not be their wives, right? Because It'd hi, be a little
1: weird. If it was like, you know, dogs or, or like something. rainbows. Yeah.
2: Uh, the here's okay. One more thing I wanted you to know that I found very interesting about the narrative that they were pushing on Jimmy Fallon on the tonight show. First of all, you also have to remember this is like all from a pre interview. So they've already sat down with his producers and talked through what they want to talk about. Yeah,
1: Like, how about you do this? And then we'll ask you a question about this. Does anybody, it makes me wonder does anybody not do that anymore? Because that's the show I want to yeah,
2: watch. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I mean a I little don't know. Bit that's of a good it, question. Right? Like, I don't you know. want to have a
1: general idea, like we're going to talk about this and oh, the movie or oh, we were thinking, I mean, we do that mm-hmm. because we're basically Jimmy Fallon <laughs> bloop. Um, but, you know, you're smart to know what's going to happen, right?
2: Right, cuz you have to kind of control it a little
1: bit. But I feel like a lot of times when it's done not well, it's people like this who aren't very good at just sort of having a casual conversation. That... It's
2: very it feels very scripted. Yeah. But one of the things that Nick says is that essentially or at least they want us to believe that the reunion of the Jonas brothers was not what prompted this Amazon partnership in this amazon um documentary yeah chasing happiness Mm. that the that they did the documentary first and it was through the intense process of the filmmaking that they really got to the nut of the reason why they broke up in the first place and what went wrong in their relationship and only then did they decide that they would actually launch a comeback
1: oh that's a weird and make
2: a new album okay and so jonas Hmm. The new Jonas album <laughs> is a result of the hard work that they did together in the filmmaking process.
1: So the that film really, really opened them their up lives to the creative juices flowing again, or yeah. something, mm-hmm. oh, okay. and
2: repaired their relationship. So you're saying that
1: they hadn't planned on doing a record and a movie and all these things together? No, okay.
2: no, Bradley, no. It was a because natural process. The world process. was just waiting
1: for them to do a film.
2: Yeah, and then and then organically, they all found wives and got married kind of all around the same time i mean it's a story it's a tale as old as time isn't it
1: lies sure (laughs) people have been lying since creation exactly
2: uh and finally i just want you to know that um the bachelor party hijinks that they engaged in the jonas brothers were so debaucherous is that a word that debauched the cops were called
1: which is a hilarious story Really quickly though Because I thought we were going to listen to some of this um, That that mental gymnastics Because we listened to some of this earlier And you really owe it to yourself to watch Just for giggles Because it is so patently forced Oh yeah That there's nothing It doesn't seem very organic
2: I am going to watch the entire documentary this weekend And I will have oh. a comprehensive review Alright Come Monday Give me a little time. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what tourist location will you never ever visit and why after this?
1: Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area. And now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview.